Hey, Screen Thought listeners, it is Hollister, and guess who's back? Shanette and Brian are back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hi, Hi, everyone. Okay, we've been planning on doing this for a long time. We finally got around to doing Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Now, Lalu and Val and everybody on Screen Thoughts has been talking about Killing Eve for a really long time, but let's just talk about what the basis for this is. So... It's based on the novellas by Luke Jennings, which were called Killing Eve. And it pits Sandra O's Eve Pilastri. Now, Sandra O, everybody remembers, is one of my, I think, the two greatest female characters in any TV series are Christina Yang um, from Grey's Anatomy, which you guys watched, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Amazing, amazing character. And the other one, of course, is C.J. Craig from West Wing. West Wing. Yeah. So Sandra O oh, finally is coming back to the series. Everyone talked about it for months and months and months. And she plays Eve Polanstri, who is really like this desk-bound agent for, for Britain's MI5, who then all of a sudden finds herself that she's been upgraded. And she's sort of funny and funky. But in my mind, she's very much the Christina Yang character, but she has a little fear. So if you look at how she behaves, I'm sure I can, you guys are already rolling your eyes. But anyway, so she plays this um, person who finds herself, you know, upgraded to this foreign intelligence operation in M16. And she's pitted against the, it seemed to me to be an unstoppable assassin who's codenamed Villanelle. And it's played by Jodie Comer and who I had not seen anything. Had you guys seen it? I had never seen her before. Yeah. Yeah. I have not. So they're both these really hardworking, ambitious, slightly obsessive women. And in, really? That's a good way to put it. Don't really you think? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, I don't work that hard, do you? <laughs> well, Villanelle is working hard. I guess her job is not... She takes her job very seriously. Yeah. You know, she climbed up a house to kill a man. That's I don't know true. That I, I just wouldn't... Hardworking would not be the first work thing. That I think she's hardworking. She's committed. Committed, Yeah. <laughs> You know, ambitious, slightly obsessive women. One sequence shows them both lying awake in bed, ignoring the men next to them, which I sort of liked, while they think about work. I mean, I just like that about them. So anyway, okay, so, but Villanelle also happens to be an attention-seeking psychopath, which is not a character we've seen before. I I can't remember another film where you've seen an attention-seeking psychopath. And a total sociopath, but clearly has no... Total, yeah, no no regret, nothing. And she likes to put on a show when she kills the latest mob boss or politician, whoever they put her up. So this is sort of this cat-and-mouse thing going on between the two of them. So that's basically, if you haven't seen it, what it's about, okay? Now, before we get started with everybody, I just want to say one thing. I can't ever imagine that we've ever seen a series where both the hunter and the person being hunted were both female characters. Absolutely. And the boss. See, I, I think... Oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. The, yeah, the, like the head of everything is also a woman. Am I sick? So her name, Caroline, was, Caroline, was the boss. Right, exactly. So that's a woman also... Uh-huh. A little mysterious and strong and committed and with a past that we're not quite clear on. Uh-huh. And then Eve and Villanelle, uh-huh. all three, the three, I think, most important characters in, the, certainly the two, Eve and Villanelle. And have you ever seen any women. of those roles be women? Not that I can pick up. Not, yeah. I mean, maybe one of them. Okay, I, yeah. I found one, Alias. Okay. 
Alias with Jennifer Garner, which took place, by the way, in 2001 to 2006. I went back and watched the first one. I loved Alias. By the way, I loved Alias, too. And I forgot what a strong female character. And she nearly get credit for that when it came out. Well, it's interesting because Jennifer Garner, I have not enjoyed her in anything since then. But I loved her in Alias. And I'm always wondering where is that badass character that she played. Well, she was very, you know, she trained like nobody's mom has, so yeah. to speak. Now she's busy doing cooking shows on Instagram, so she doesn't have time to be a... a Fair know. enough. Let's go. Okay. So for me, I just want to start off, I mean, you know, Screen Thoughts is a lot about, you know, women in film, etc. Now, how did you feel about that, Brian? Did you like having women have such a major role? I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> he said with both of us hovering no, I, over him. I, I mean, there are strong women, you know, in, in high positions, you know, in real life, so why not? you know, portraying them on TV or movies. So, yeah, I have no problem with it. I, th- I, th- I thought it was refreshing and fun to watch. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, thank you for saying that. But also, you're the most feminist-oriented man in my life. <laughs> okay, <sure>. thanks. <laughs> well, no, but also it's based on, on the, on the um, Villanelle novella um, by Luke Jennings. So, while the series is written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, right, the novella that it's based on was written by a man, and I don't know how far she strayed from... I haven't read the... I, I haven't read it. Yeah. But for men to write those female characters that well, you know, I'd like to meet them. I'd like to have lunch with them. Luke, lunch, you, me, whenever you have time. Yeah, I find that interesting. I don't know how a man writes for a woman if he doesn't can't identify with certain things. And, you know, I, being a man myself, <laughs> I, have, I don't know if it's successful or not. I have to trust what But it's think. having an imagination, too, because... People write stuff without be, having experienced it, like this. Right, but show, there are for times. Example, I'm sure, you know, climbing that scaling. Right, but there are characters you can tell that whoever wrote it didn't understand the depth of the character supposed to be, and you know, looking at it from a man's perspective, I don't know if he got it right or not. I just trust that yeah. he did, and, and it was yeah. entertaining. And they're rich characters; they're not. Oh my god! Yeah, but also the writing in this. What I thought was interesting, you said. You were comparing Eve to Christina Yang, thinking they're similar, and actually, I thought they couldn't be any more had, different. Well, I felt they were. I thought it was the same character, but with fear added. I think Christina Yang's character in Grey's Anatomy is a very well. They are both methodical and calculating, but there's almost no emotion at all with Christina Yang, where Eve is all emotion. Hmm. That very quickly she's like obsessed and angry or crying or whatever but I feel like she is much more an emotional character and you can see what she's feeling much quicker than Christina Yang so that's where I think that they differ well Christina Yang was very emotional you know she would get very emotional with her lover but it was hot and cold like it, it wasn't yeah and I find Eve hot and cold like with her husband I thought she was well the, how she is with her husband sure but I think as I feel like she's more of a relatable person than... than You know, I think probably I'm not giving her enough credit because I'm very bitter. (laughs) I'm bitter because when the Emmys came out and I knew this was going to happen and I think I even told you it's going to happen. Okay, so Sandra Oh is nominated for Best Actress in a Series and Jodie Comer got Zippo. Okay, if we look at the degree of difficulty, Sandra Oh is diving off the low board. You know, and I disagree. Oh my God! Wait, let me just let me just walk through <laughs> okay. why. Okay, okay. so so Jody has to speak four languages in this, perfectly. 
by the way, because she knew that this show was going to go all over the world and it was really important to her and to the people filming it that her language be perfect. So she did speak four languages. She has to make a serial killer seem appealing to us. So she has to show vulnerability, she has to show sensitivity, and she has to show evil, and she has to show strength. And the physicality of her role compared to Sandra Oh's role, where's the question? And her humor to play a psychopath that is really funny Oh my God, you know, that is so hard. So how can yeah. you tell me? No, I agree. I, I just think that there were a lot of things about what Sandra Oh had to do. I love you, Sandra, by the way. Yeah, that was also because it's more subtle. So Jody had a gift of having these dramatic, I don't discount anything you just said. And I about agree. the difficulty. She the should difficulty. have been nominated. I think that both of them deserve Ex to be I couldn't agree. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm good with I that. don't think you need to discount Sandra O's nomination okay. because Jody wasn't. I think they both deserved a nomination. I think Jody was given a gift with a character that has so oh many God. meaty things she could bite her teeth but into. But that's hard to do. It is, but it also is so, it's more she dramatic. Up a it's gutter. More I give I know, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can walk outside while Brian and I watch you climb up my gutter. My guess is the magic of television that she, <laughs> she didn't... climbed that gutter, baby cakes. <laughs> she had to do it. They may have like put some handholds. Whatever. In there. <laughs> Brian, I, what do you think on that? I I also agree. That they probably both would deserve a nomination, but I think that Jody. I think she does a nice job, but there's times I feel like that something's missing. Really? Because I can't take my eyes off her when she's on the screen. I cannot. No, no, no. Yeah. I agree with that. She lights up the screen. Oh, my God. But there are moments that I feel like there's something missing. Uh -huh. And I don't know if it's in the direction or if it's in her acting. And I'm going to say, to give her credit, it's in the direction. Well, but also maybe there, maybe the character is lacking. In other words, maybe that's what she's playing in terms of I, I don't get it from that. I, I get it from her. I almost feel like it's a little too superficial and maybe that is the character but i feel like but, but actually that not... goes in that's a good point though that was just made about that maybe that's the character because she's a sociopath and the character doesn't really feel stuff so she then it's superficial so she knows she's supposed to pout or she knows she's supposed to cry or she knows because... although when she's with that little girl in the last two episodes yeah, I bought that she actually cared for that child. Well, not only that, no, she she said you're irritating. You know, no, she was like she liked I, her. It was genius acting on both their parts. The little girl was excellent. Oh my god, I can't put my finger on it. It just there's something, and I like I said, I don't know if it's in the acting or if it's in the directing, but there's something missing, and I don't think it's hmm. the character. Yeah, I, didn't I think anyway, it's, they were both spectacular. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I enjoyed watching both of them, but I do feel like there was more depth to what. Sandra O oh is doing with Eve. So everyone knows that you know I am Hollister, and one of my favorite movies is Silence of the Lambs. And it's a great movie. It is one of my favorite it's movies. One of my favorite. I know me too because you and I always you and I always agree on most things. But and one of the reasons that I love that movie is because Jodie Foster fixes every male problem. Every man in the movie is a problem, and she fixes them. Whether it's the head of the division she's working for, or Hannibal, or you know, the serial killer, you know, she goes in and she, you know, she's a great feminist character in my mind. So I love Silence of the Lambs. Okay, but I feel like this is Silence of the Lambs with humor. And the humor, if you brought humor into Silence of the Lambs, it would never have worked. Do you agree? I mean, you're a Silence of the Lambs guy. 
I don't think it would have worked. <clears throat> I don't think so. To make that work, the writing has to be spectacular. Yeah, this was a special. Yeah, the writing. This is a special yeah. show for that purpose, for that reason too, because it really was very funny and dark and twisted. All t- and but funny. it worked. You didn't yeah. feel like you were going from funny to dark to twisted. Yeah. It all interwove. Yeah. You know, to see that kind of drama with where you laughed out loud. I think it's also very British. I think I think the British have a knack of having like this dry sense of humor, uh-huh. even though there's something serious happening. I think they know how to incorporate that. Well, what so I, I love Monty Python because it's that very. I never saw that. Couldn't get into that. That Monty Python. Mm-hmm. But but I no, you know what? That's probably really smart too. What you're saying because that is true, and maybe that's why they could pull it off there. But look, there's been some pretty amazing shows coming out of Britain. None of the dramas or the type of killer shows that I've seen have they ever brought humor into it. And I think it's, it, you have to give it to Phoebe. I think she is an incredible writer for that. And unfortunately, I was just telling you guys at dinner, she's not writing it. She's going to produce the second season, but she's not going to write it. That'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm not happy with that. And I really need to appeal to her right here and now well, to take back that job. <laughs> was the person who will be writing the second season involved in the first season? I don't or? know. I don't know. Who, I can't remember who it is. Yeah, um, interesting. But Lalo put it up. Lalo was as disappointed. Lalo is taking a little trip to South America, so we would have definitely had her call in for this. But... You know, she loved the show as much as I did. And um, she was really upset. Yeah. But it's true. That writing is so integral to the success of the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. So did you think that Eve came across like Melissa McCarthy's character in the Paul Fig comedy Spy? Did you think that? You mean in what way? That she was... Well, like, she's a little... Seeming ha- like she's a mess, but she's really, really smart and gets it done? Yeah, kind of. Like, she's a little haphazard, Eve, mm-hmm. you know. Sandra, I, think oh. I think she's still just trying to find her way. I mean, this is new to her. I mean, she no, was... No, but even with her bag that she loses but doesn't lose, you know, yes. that whole... I mean, she's she's like... It's a little like that. I, 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 I see yeah. the parallel, yeah. Did you see Spy? Yes. Yeah, okay. Do you see the similarities between... A little bit. Okay, but, but I also, I get the sense that this, Eve was a desk person and this wasn't, this was... So was Melissa McCarthy. True. But I don't know if it was so, I think this is more of a realistic, if this is something you love to do and want to do, but you haven't done it yet and you're sort of still just kind of finding your way. And that's, I feel like that's where she's going with this. And I think, I'm thinking the second But that season, was kind of hilarious when her bag was stolen. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there were a lot of really funny things. Yeah. I mean, That's very funny. Okay, but here's the thing. You know what? why I think you, it's harder to see? I mean, I think they're very similar characters. You know why it's harder to see them as similar? Because Melissa McCarthy was heavy. When a large woman is projecting that kind of humor, it's a different kind of funny than a thin woman. You know, Sandra Oh is thin and, you know, very well-dressed and sort of put together, well, not exactly put together. but No, put- but she, they're similar characters because they're both, I mean, kind of what I just said, they're both a mess. Right. But they're both really smart and make the connections and get get it done. But it doesn't feel like they're, Melissa McCarthy did not feel as smart, even though she was, as Sandra Owen. Oh, I think it's because she's a heavy Oh, player. I disagree. Yeah. I actually disagree. I thought in Spy, that was the one thing, is Melissa McCarthy's character was so smart. She saw everything. I know, so, and I don't think you felt it as no, much. No, I did. More oh, than did Sandra you? Oh. I okay. feel like Sandra Oh, sort of, her character, Eve sort of falls into stuff more than, I thought the Melissa McCarthy character actually got there from her, because she was involved in that. 
Can I ask a question? So what do we think is Caroline's deal? Caroline is Eve's boss. She's who, evil. But here's the question. She's on the tape. Here's my question. Or is she? Though. Or is she? Because here's the reason I'm asking this question. She's the one that brought Eve in. She saw Eve was connecting these dots and said, ah, I need you. If she really was evil, why would she bring Eve in, who was the only person that was seeing any of these dots to connect? I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. Like, I, I'm really intrigued for next season. Well, I'm not really sure what Caroline's deal is or what she's trying to do, but I think that Villanelle was this rogue agent that she couldn't control because I don't know if she was controlling with the Russians or not, but she used Eve to find Villanelle. So I don't know whether she's doing it because she's working with the Russians mm-hmm. Because it could, it still could go but either way. But if she's really working with the Russians, she didn't need Eve to find Villanelle no, because she right. could have got, found Villanelle through con, right. through Constantine, yeah, who knew exactly where she lived. But she doesn't know who she can trust. She thinks she can trust Constantine, she or thinks, does she? Right. So she used <laughs> Eve. Well, no, she's sleeping with Constantine and the other guy. What yeah. other guy? Yes, the other connection to Russian I didn't intelligence. Know, I didn't know she was a hoe. I just thought she slept with one of them. No, she's both playing, of them. She's playing both she's sides playing both of the sides. Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Agency. The guys who were going to get them into prison. Huh. But I don't think we're supposed to know. I think we're supposed to still... I think Caroline's supposed to be... Well, I think that was the big cliffhanger for next season. Well, she also sent them back when she shouldn't have. I mean, there were a lot of things that she did that were not necessarily in their best interest. And even her son, I think, doesn't know what his... Yeah, he might not trust his mother, but that we're left with all these questions for next season. Now, by the way, there was a cheese puff moment that was so funny... She brought the son cheese puffs like oh, he was right. in first grade. Oh, right. right. Okay. And all I could think of, you know, the marketing person in me, I'm in marketing, the marketing person came out and I was like, oh my God, if they don't pick up on that and have them do a commercial and pay them a million dollars, they're crazy. Because that made me want Cheetos, even though I've never had them, nor have I ever wanted them. Because You're I really see- missing out. They're delicious. I know, but they make your fingers orange. So you why can would wash you- your hands. I'm not you need to have them. someone feed them too. Okay. So we went... <laughs> Yeah, well, that ain't happening. Then you don't. Then your yeah. fingers don't get. I need orange. someone to feed them to me. I am not interested <laughs> in feeding them. To, I am, you know. Okay, but so we talked a little bit about Melissa McCarthy. Okay, so now talk to me about Carrie and Homeland versus Eve in Killing Eve. Carrie, not that different. They have to make them a little bit crazy. Oh, Remember, I Brian I and I had that same. I don't know if Eve is crazy though. She's obsessive. She's obsessed, but she's not crazy. Villanelle is crazy, but Eve is not. Was crazy. Carrie crazy? Yes, she's, she's bipolar. She's on medication. I, well, she's so issue. no, <laughs> see that's the thing. I don't think Carrie is crazy. I just think that they, because she's bipolar and she's off her meds, she goes crazy, and and I feel like that's so unnecessary. They need to control that. Eve, I don't think is crazy at all. But aren't you glad to see female characters like Carrie and like you know Melissa McCarthy and God? How great is it that? When we were, you know, when I was in my early 20s, there weren't characters like this for me to look at. Right. You know, Silence no, of the Lambs wasn't until 97. That was the first time I really saw a female role that way, you know. Had I known in my early 20s, I would have gone into the CIA. Well, yeah. you know, there, there was Cagney and Lacey, and they're remaking that. So yeah, and that cool. really was something I wanted to aspire to. And I think Not, that goes back to Caroline. She's a very strong yep. woman that we don't know what her deal is. She could just be, she could be messing with everyone. Yeah, I'm really, I, she, I found her kind of the sleeper person that she's I She's really the strongest out of all of them. That's right. She could be pulling all the strings. Okay, but also, what do you think? Is this a love story? Between who? Eve and Villanelle? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think so. No, I think I do. I think, I think Eve. I think Eve is obsessed with Villanelle. I think but she it, loves her. She smelled her clothing. I would never smell another woman's clothing. No, because of the perfume that she was given, she was checking she out. No, but she smelled her clothes, and you know she. And then she became enraged with her feelings of love, which is why she destroyed the apartment because she really wanted to kill him because she had killed her best friend. So no offense. I think she hates that she is totally attracted to this woman in every way. You could be right. My sense is that she's just obsessed with this woman that she's trying to understand because she's a profiler. She's a profiler. And so this is a person... She feeling, related to this woman. Well, she's fascinated by her. Yeah, but she and also, she wanted to know how she felt because there's a piece of her that thought it would be really exciting to be that person. It'll be interesting to see what happens because I don't know where they're going with this. They could... They could go that way, which yeah. I disagree with that, that they do that. I think it's more about she's really fascinated by this person who is a female killer who has no qualms, you know, in the snap of a finger, just killing somebody, no, no questions. But, you know, we, we don't want to give away the ending because we've already done a little bit of spoiler, but you won't remember these spoilers if you haven't watched it yet. Nothing we've said is going to change the trajectory of your yeah. ability to watch this with incredible... Nothing is going to change the trajectory of your willing, you know, your ability to watch this with amazing, amazing depth. But I think that there's a sexual love-hate thing going on between the two of them. And certainly Villanelle is totally oh, she's enamored in, with... Yes, yeah. she is in love with... Eve, for yeah, sure. And it was love at first sight. We will find out. <laughs> or not. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. So I don't so, disagree with you. So I'm not sure why I like you. I don't. Why did we like this? Because you didn't know what to expect. It was so unexpected. Things kept happening that were really shocking oh and surprising. And that's why I can't wait for it to come back with the next season. So that's kind of what you, that's what you want. That's what you want in a show, right? I mean, I it's not always going to be exactly the events that you want to happen, but you always want it to keep you engaged. And I, I think also it's the characters. The characters are interesting. So not only is it the writing, the storylines, but the characters. Oh you God. want and to they, learn more and more And they've developed the so many, every character, Beautiful. the Beautiful. son, the sidekick also, who works for MI6, who didn't, she didn't travel with them, the African-American, well, she's not American. Eve's I'm, friend, the, Bill. Isn't that the worst that people are always like, oh, African-American. She's African-British, right. I guess. So. Eve's friend, Bill, who... <laughs> right, she's Eve, not. Eve's she's, friend, Bill, who I won't give anything, out, give anything away other than he's an older gay man who's married and has a child. But we'll just leave it at that. He's interesting. You want to learn more about well, him. Well, not only that, the man is a great actor and n nobody but Sandra Oh got nominated. Now, here's, here's how I'm writing that off. Okay, it was put out by BBC America. Okay, most people who are members of, you know, the Emmy group don't watch BBC America. So I'm not sure they watch this show because if they had, they would have given it more nominations because if you're going to give Sandra Oh that nomination... For you not to give it also to Comer is just, it's inexcusable. You know, I mean, the role is very difficult role. Again, four languages perfectly, come on. Well, if they're doing a second season, maybe she'll be nominated next well, year. Well, I, I do. It's I, possible. You know, this is again why I get so uptight and hate award shows. Because right. I just think there's so many problems with how these nominations yeah, take place and everything else. Well, especially else. with Emmys. Because oh, please. For the most part, it's the same nominees year after year because TV shows aren't like a, a movie that comes out once. It's 
there's their season after season. Absolutely. So then we recognize someone one year, oh, did they get worse? No, but there's another one. Like, how do they make those decisions? And it's just silly. And it's just a bunch of people well, getting together to pat each other's on each they, other's back. They tend to, I think, I think they read about the show. And everybody was talking about Sandra Oh in it because we're Americans and we're always self-absorbed. And Sandra Oh is an American who is beloved through Grey's Anatomy. So everybody was writing about Sandra Oh rather than Comer. And so, you know, so I think the people nominated for that reason, you know, which is just not, not okay. So anyway, I'm just not, by the way, I think Sandra Oh is great that she's nominated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy, happy, happy. Well, here's what, and you know what, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to take back a little bit what I said. You did tell me before we started taping that Jodie Comer is Irish. And the fact that she does all those different accents and really, really well and speaks those different languages, I give her a lot of props for that. So you might be right. You might be right that she should have been nominated and... No, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how you could nominate one without the other. You know, there's a yeah. perfect game there. I think I'll agree with you. Okay, so both of them, Comer and O believe that one scene is the climatic best scene in the show and it's in the fifth episode can you either one of you guess which scene that is was that when they're and together outside in, of the car no no when they first the meet car. in person no. no when she breaks in and has dinner with that's her. it oh yeah. the dinner yeah. scene okay and interestingly yeah. enough and they use that in a trailer too right or, right they did yeah. yeah but there were used parts of it yeah. okay they think that scene is the best scene in the entire series and christina yang my beloved, Cassandra Oh, I'm, I'm, can, I can never think of her anything other than Christina Yang, but she said that she thinks it's one of the best scenes written for television, you know, because it goes back and forth and it's tension oh, it's and it's wonderful. funny and it's an amazing scene. So if you watch, even if you're not loving the first, by the way, the first episode is not as good as the second, is not as good as the third, and then it just gets better. But I mean, like every episode gets but better. But it does grab you. The first episode oh, totally. grabs you, yeah. for sure. What I think is, Interesting, and I, I'm assuming this is true, is that well, American television, CIA, FBI, police, everyone's super trained. Like everybody's like martial arts experts. They're, you know, gun perfection, you know, they're highly trained. Right. I feel like everybody MI5 and MI6 don't know what the hell they're doing. They can't fight. They can't shoot a gun. Actually, they don't have guns. So it's it's actually kind of fun to watch because what are they going to do? They, they don't have a gun. They don't know how to fight. They're running after somebody. And when they catch them, what are they going to do? <laughs> it's true. Well, then she doesn't know how to handle a gun. And also, every time she pulls it out, she's like, you're not going to shoot me. Like, they're law not... enforcement. They probably <laughs> should know. If someone well, needs to know. Well, but in Britain, they don't carry guns, people. They only do that in our country. But they should know how to use it. They should. <laughs> I can't take that away from you. Absolutely not. Okay, so anyway, so the scene that they both love so much. So when, when they called Comer, Comer was on vacation in Portugal. And she got a call from her, her manager who said, they want you to come and read in L.A. tomorrow. So she left vacation, flew to L.A. to read. And that's the scene they read together. And Sandra Oh was so sweet that, you know, she eats, during the scene, she eats some food that Sandra Oh makes for her, which looks pretty disgusting. So Sandra Oh felt bad, so she brought a blueberry pie. So for the scene, she wanted to have props there. She really wanted her to get the part, so she wanted to help her in whatever way she can. So she brought a blueberry pie, and apparently that poor girl had just gotten off an airplane from Portugal and went right to do the readings, and she ate the, she had eat the entire pie because they did the scene over and over and over and over again. But right from the get-go, Sandra O said she, you know, they hadn't even discussed the scene 
and she was right where she was. They have a they have a great chemistry. Yeah, they, they really, really, do. really do. I think they do in it person. Was very yeah. well cast. Yeah. So, what do you think about both the hunter and the you know the hunted and the hunter in a series like this? female characters i mean I, I i think more and more we're going to be seeing female characters over and over and yeah, over again it's it? nice well you know what's interesting too about the show is that the roles get reversed for a little bit where all of a sudden the um eve character is being hunted a little bit by villanelle and then while she's still being hunted by eve so yeah no that crazy. whole yeah play, crazy yeah crazy but also the way she is an assassin you never know how she's going to kill somebody next. Yeah. It, each one was so creative and clever in terms of how she did her executions. It was like, it was pretty amazing. So you, you, One of the things I found interesting too was that, so the Villanelle character is doing her job as you started out by saying, she's hardworking, right? She is. She's doing her job. Her job is to assassinate people. But it's clear that she doesn't want to know why. She doesn't want to know what these people did or why she's told to kill them. But then when it becomes closer to home and she knows who the target is, and then she starts to understand that this may or not may not be a cut and dry good thing or bad thing, she doesn't care, it seems. She nope. that is her job and she will still, you know, even though it, Villanelle then when she starts understanding when there's someone closer to her that's been assigned that she or someone she's aware knows that she was supposed to kill, then she gets some information on whether or not that's actually a good thing. She still blindly will say, but I gotta kill this is my assignment. Whether she believes that's a good oh, thing well, or not. We can't say who that's about, but yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean it doesn't not necessarily someone close to her, but someone she's she's familiar with versus all these people she's that are anonymous, yeah. which I would think would be easier, not that I've ever killed anyone or considered it. <laughs> okay, that's good yeah. to know. Okay. Right, thanks for sharing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> one of the, one of the questions I have as a character that we haven't brought up at all is Anna. The obsession of Villanelle. The person she who, who was her teacher, her mentor, who taught who her first the got her in trouble and taught her different languages, and we find out that they actually had some sort of affair. Spoiler alert: Anna commits suicide because she'd rather do that than be killed by Villanova. But I really was confused by that because I don't know why Anna would have done that. Maybe she was so distraught and saw what she had created. She had created such a monster she couldn't live with herself anymore. But I don't think she created that monster. She just taught her languages. But I think she killed herself because she couldn't kill Villanelle. So by not being able to kill Villanelle after she had killed her husband, she just didn't want to be there anymore. It just been too much. But then Villanova just completely like... Not Villanova. Villanelle. But then Villanelle... <laughs> When Anna killed herself, Villanelle was like, oh, whatever, c'est la vie, and walked out. So it was a little odd. I felt like that whole scene Well, but, was... I, but see, that's what I thought was so brilliant, is Villanelle was succumbing to her kindness. You could see the vulnerability in Villanelle, and then when she realized that she was going to kill her and that, that she wasn't really being kind at all is when she shut down whatever feeling she had toward that woman and then... But, but that's the part that that's I think one of the things that's missing with the character and I, again I don't know if it's in the writing the direction or the acting but I feel like that was missing because this was somebody who was a big influence in her life that she loved she killed herself in front of her and she's like ah whatever yeah, well, I, she's I, a psychopath yeah psychopath. But, it, but it doesn't well, matter if she was yeah. in love with her. And I can't, I, I think when, you, when you're in love with somebody, you, and she, still, she was still Many in love with Many sociopaths her. 
kill their lovers. I mean, that's not... A, but you know, I don't think they can just shut it off like that and walk away. I, I don't know. Yeah, I actually think... I think they can. Okay. So we'll just agree to disagree. Oh, yeah. But that's okay that's because okay. usually you and I agree on everything. But, uh, um, yeah, that's not true. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, a lot of people agree on no, it. Yes. He was disagreeing with your statement that you always agree no. Oh, I didn't get it. That was funny. Yes. <laughs> so I was looking at my notes. I didn't get it. Oh, my goodness. You're right. We agree oh, on my goodness. Okay, best show of the season? What do you think? It's definitely one of them. Yeah. And I would have to rack my brain to think okay, of all. Okay, name one other one that you thought was. Uh, well, we just finished watching Orange is New Black. And the new I, series. And the new season. It was season uh, the six. best it's been in a while. Okay, I might have yeah. to pick it up. Yeah. Can I pick it up without having watched the two I missed? Not really. Not really. Sorry. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be going back to do that because who has time, you know? No, but, and then those the last two seasons before this one were not as good. This yeah. one's definitely better. Yeah. So, um, thanks you guys. Thank what a great you. talk about Killing Thank Eve. You. Okay, if you haven't watched it, yeah, definitely go watch it. Killing Eve. Killing it, Eve. It kills it. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone.